It was nighttime, and Topanga Canyon Boulevard was at its busiest. Right under a dark overpass, my handicap-equipped van conked out. Everything went dead. The engine, the lights, and, to my horror, the brakes and steering. I was driving, careening up a busy boulevard without any controls. I yanked violently on the braking mechanism, but my puny shoulder muscles were no match for the weight of a three-quarter ton van rolling forward. I was able to put a lid on my panic when the van finally drifted to a stop just short of the next intersection. Cars kept speeding around me. After most of the traffic moved through the intersection, just when I thought I was safe, I screamed. Oh my goodness, my van was now drifting backward. Oh God, help me, help me, I whimpered as I strained with all my might to pull back on the brake. I glanced in the rearview mirror and saw the headlights of oncoming traffic barreling up the boulevard. The van continued to drift in reverse, in the dark, with no taillights. I braced myself for the sound of screeching brakes and a rear-end collision. Is this the way I'm going to die? In a fiery crash? Oh, God, have you abandoned me? Just as I quit struggling and hunched over, waiting for a frightening crash, I spotted my husband's truck. I knew Ken had been driving somewhere behind me, but I did not expect him to be the first to reach me out of that pack of traffic. He suddenly came to a halt. As cars zoomed by, he jumped out of his truck, bolted into the van, and manhandled the braking mechanism to a stop. Ken then lifted me out of my wheelchair and carried me to his truck. All the while, horns honked and drivers kept flicking their high beams. Never before had we been in such danger. Weeks later, my nerves are still rattled, and when I lay my head on the pillow at night, images of what could have happened still jar me awake. Something else bothers me, though, my vulnerability. I've always leaned hard on God's protection for, for the helpless, but in my most helpless moment, when I could do absolutely nothing for myself, what happened to my trust in Him? My confidence in God isn't as unshakable as I thought, and it hurts to know that my faith is so fragile. When I read in Psalm 27 that the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? My answer is, oh, I know, I've, I fear dead batteries and no brakes. That's why, to shore up my faith, I've been rereading a few biblical accounts of the way God helps his people. I keep coming back to the story of Jesus calming the storm. I have to admit, I used to scoff at the disciples being so afraid. What's the big deal about a storm, I used to think. So what if their boat nearly capsized? Good grief, they had Jesus right there with them, even if he was asleep. Well, I'm not so cocky anymore. Now, when I read the account in the Gospel of Luke, I notice words like, the boat was being swamped, and phrases like, they were in great danger. Well, there's no soft peddling it. The narrow escape out of that storm was a horrifying experience for each of them. Their fear was real, and their lack of trust in God, understandable. Like the disciples, I was also in great danger with my vehicle about to capsize. I was also within inches of death. Fear seized me just as it did those disciples. But I take comfort in this. Although it seemed as though God were asleep when I was at the wheel, He wasn't. He was there. 
and I remind myself that no matter if it's by the skin of the teeth or with miles to spare, God helps his people. If it's not their appointed time to die, God will deliver them. God will keep us. He'll help. He'll intervene, perhaps just in the nick of time. Is that too close for comfort? Maybe, but our trust in him was never meant to be comfortable, only close. And the nick of time is close enough.